Big Little Bastie, you are in for a treat today because me and Kristen and Tyler are about to literally die. Andy Cohen is joining us on the podcast and is talking all things Bravo, dad life, and how he juggles it all. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that Moki, my pug, he is my number one baby. He's my firstborn. I love him so much. But if I'm being really, really honest, ever since having kids, he doesn't get the attention that he used to. I do my best, but there's a lot going on. But one thing that makes me feel really good is we recently switched his food to the farmer's dog. And I cannot tell you how happy this little pug is every morning and every night when he's about to eat. Even my husband commented yesterday, he's like, I've never seen Moki prance around so excited. He loves this food. And I've noticed a difference where he does look happier. He has more energy. He just looks like a healthier dog. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. Honestly, when you pour it, you can tell how real and how clean this food is. In hindsight now, I can really see how like traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed, and they can use so much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. And if you're using dry food or like store-bought food, no guilt. I did it for a really long time, but I now notice such a difference since I've switched him. Which is why I'm here sharing the farmer's dog with you so you can incorporate it into your family. And one little detail that I love it makes life easier is the farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send you the right pre-portioned size specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it really easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. In fact, dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones, and that's two and a half years. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath and even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Yes, poops matter. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com feelings. Let the farmer's dog know that we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime. The kids are asleep and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Kristen Tyler. Oh, big little besties. 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 Tyler, do you have a song that you would like to intro the episode song? with? I don't know. For some reason, like one time I did a bestie. No, I did Dina. Yeah. And then since then, we're just not sure if we're always going to sing at the beginning of every episode. Do you Ladies. have one? Oh. Spicy. Ladies and besties. <laughs> and the two dads listening. How are you guys doing? How's everyone doing? I'm good. I'm actually surprisingly not that tired. Wow. <laughs> like, goals, I cannot goals, relate. Goals, yeah, goals. I wish that was my journey yeah, right good. now. I'm hyped up on the new Trolls movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, you took you took, took our kids, kids yesterday. yesterday. I'm so jealous. Wow, wow. I was working. They finally made one like for the parents, too. 
Like oh, there's wow. so much throwback like boy band music. It's phenomenal. Like Backstreet Boys. Like no, in sync. Sorry, get it right. Oh, JT is in the movie. No, I'm, same I'm, thing I'm or a, yeah, I'm an in sync fan. It's okay. Um, I, I, I like much them, prefer. I like them all. I like them okay. all. I like I'm, them all. I'm gonna be bold. I'll be the person who's gonna get the DMs later. That's like, how dare you? But like, well, I wasn't allowed to listen to either when uh, I was growing up. Oh, so really? Yeah. You have no concept, really, probably. And not like, even because they were like a bad influence. Because instead, in my house, my dad was playing Nirvana and Chili oh, Peppers and Green Day. Like oh, that's, that's worse. No, no. Worse is I. I was raised on NPR, so. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Trigger. Maybe that's trigger why I have a great have. radio voice. Oh. The NPR I to. We have a special guest. We don't know how this happened, but I guarantee you, you are going to die. We are dying. We're dying. But we're gonna have to resurrect and uh, do this interview. Let's together. drop an interview. Let's right do now. it. Let's yeah. have some fun. This will either be like the first of many celebrity interviews okay. or the last one. Zero pressure. <laughs> Zero pressure. At all. Um, I think it's gonna go well. well let's I think go it's ahead go well. and, and grab him from the waiting room now. On that note, <laughs> let's bring Andy out. Here we go. Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just gonna make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. When I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10-step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their Tinted Glow Wonder Screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades, and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. DimeBeautyCO.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime. Besties, you know that after bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep, but we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki and we call him Momo and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki got into a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby accidentally dropped it on the floor and within seconds I kid you not I looked over before I could grab it Moki inhaled the lamb bone all six inches in a pug down his throat it was horrifying we rushed him to an emergency vet and thankfully thankfully it was a three-day journey he is okay but trust me the vet bills they were no joke Speaking of which, we wanted to share a message from our partner Spot Pet Insurance because Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. 
which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with costs for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Big Little Bestie, our guest today is someone who has totally transformed pop culture and reality TV as we know it. He is a five-time New York Times bestselling author, Peabody and Primetime Emmy winner, a top podcaster, a smashing late-night talk show host, most importantly, dad to two beautiful toddlers. You may know him as King of Bravo. You may know him as Daddy. He is a fellow BLF Bestie and a true legend. Please welcome Andy fucking Cohen. Thank you so much. What a nice intro. God, we can't believe you're here in the flesh. I'm so happy to be here. I I found out about y'all online and you really, you really helped me shape how I speak to my kids. So I'm so happy to, to have been able to get to know you and had you in the clubhouse and be here with you today. And that's how this all happened, actually. We were in the clubhouse. I think I screamed at Dorinda um, because I was so starstruck. And you made some kind of a joke like, I want to be on your podcast. We were like, OK, sure. And then, it ha- and then it happened. We're Here like, we wait, are. Wait, you were Here serious? We are. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, as we kick this off, we are going to do a few games throughout this episode to pay homage to our favorite show, Watch What Happens Live. That's right. right. So every time you hear the word toddler, big little besties, I want you to take a drink of your cocktail, your mocktail, your water, whatever it is. You're going to be so hydrated. Yeah. yeah. I do suggest water as as because I think we're going to say toddler a lot. A lot. You're going to wake up feeling great if it's Amazing. water. I'm going to go ahead and just F myself because this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm going to do champagne instead. I'm okay, going to yeah. 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 mix. <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. I'm can, having tequila and fresca nice. you love a fresca by the way love a fresca like in your when you walk in to watch what happens live by the way anybody listening when you're a guest or a bartender on watch what happens live you come in off the elevators and first of all it's a party like there's a, a, DJ, party with a dj there's rihanna and then you get handed this drink list and it's like andy's drink the fresca tequila that's right and you got to get that yep that's absolutely that. that's what i'm having I love that. Okay. <laughs> We've <laughs> never had a guest before, by the way. Okay. You're a very first guest. Oh, my God. I'm your first guest. guest. Yeah, first, first guest. Oh, wow. I'm so honored. No pressure, by the way, besties, that this is our very first celebrity interview. A, I mean, we shouldn't say this, but we're obsessed with you. Like, we talk about Bravo and the ladies on every single episode. But what I felt coming up to this was like, 
Andy, you interview people for a living. You know, this is yes. what you do. So I... <laughs> Give me a harsh extra critic. Nerve, extra nerve. Do you like to be interviewed, though? Is it nice to be on the other side some, sometimes? Look, I'm a type A. Yeah. I'm a know-it-all. So sometimes it's like, you know, releasing control is sometimes hard to do. But I will say, I think talk show hosts and comedians make the best guests mm. because we love to talk and we don't want there to be awkward silences. And so um, I'm good being interviewed. I love nice. that. I mean, that resonates I mean, deeply. now let me say this. If it's a shitty interview, then I turn really quick and then I have all kinds of, then it becomes not great. Okay, no pressure. No pressure no at pressure. all. But I also yeah. feel like this is also just a couple of besties hanging out. That's like all the, yes. all the moms, all the dads listening, what could really go wrong? Because we just want to exactly. really talk about. Chill out. Yeah, yeah, this is like us hanging out after bedtime. That's right. You know what it's I mean? Parents chill yeah. out. Okay, I am going to kick us off because again, I, well, Tyler actually, Tyler, my husband is in the house because he is actually maybe more of a bravoholic than I am. Yeah. Like oh, he I lets me yeah. know about all the hot goss on the interwebs. Yeah, no, I'm pretty deep on like the uh, the Bravo Instagram pages. <laughs> There's like yeah. too many to <laughs> shout out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Kristen, did you hear? And she's like, how do you even know that? How do you even yeah. begin to know that? <laughs> He's like, not a big deal. I've been up all night yeah. in a dark hole <laughs> yeah. researching this. Mm -hmm. So so Tyler and I, we were we were looking at Instagram the other day and we saw you were hosting the Salt Lake City reunion two days ago. Yesterday I was. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Wow. It was yesterday. And I got to tell you, I'm. it was really, it was a really good reunion, but I'm kind of emotionally exhausted from it. And what happened is that I went and met my parents after we went until about 930 at night. And mm -hmm. I went and I met them and I had a couple tequilas and I went to bed at 1130. And then Lucy started crying at one. And I did that thing where I'm like, I'm not going in. I am going in. I'm not going in. I wound up going in. And then I put her back down. And then, of course, she started crying. Again, and I was like, I like. Anyway, Ben then got me up at 6.30 this morning. So mm. I've had a harrowing post-reunion <laughs> day. I should be having some sort Drained. of a spa day or something. You need a full-on recovery. And you did yeah, not no, get that. Not possible. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Not with, not with the toddlers. No, I'm joining know. you a little bit there. I feel a bit like a zombie. Not as bad as yours because you like really went for it. But mine also woke me up at three and was like, I need a cup of water. And I was like, okay. Oh. And then I never went back to bed. I was like, there oh, you go, no. here's your water. <laughs> so you don't keep sippy cups with water in their room? Oh, no. no, we do. We, we do, personally. Do. We I do too. Do. Anything drink you the need. Whole thing. Yeah. Oh, we drank the whole thing. Yeah, the whole oh, thing. Wow. Okay, you know? well, so you went from housewife tantrums to toddler tantrums overnight. And drink. Like, yes. Is this your, your day to day? Oh, oh yeah, everybody drink. I forgot already. Are you exhausted? I mean, I don't want to lead with this yes. question, but I feel like this is a parenting podcast. Like, mm -hmm. are you exhausted that A, you're dealing sort of with housewife tantrums? And then I know in your book, Daddy Diaries, you talk a lot about how sometimes you're even navigating those via text message, anything that pops up in the Bravo universe, and then you come home. How are you? And are you tired? I am very tired. I am dealing with both. And I will say, I think dealing with toddlers is far more challenging than dealing with housewives or Bravo liberties. I mean, really? Yeah, that yeah, was a big question absolutely, from our big little absolutely, because you can't reason with a toddler. You can mm. kind of reason with 
a housewife. You really? can't reason with it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's good. That's and good. so, yeah, it's really, it's hard. I, I will say, and thank you, The Daddy Diaries is out and it's a perfect Christmas gift for anyone perfect. who's looking for anything. But um, I stopped drinking from Labor Day until BravoCon. And I have to say, those were really treacherous months with the kids but not drinking saved me because I was getting no, you know, getting no sleep when you're drinking is really not good. Getting mm. no sleep when you're not drinking, you can handle it. I mean, we're resilient. Now, I'm a late in life dad, by the way. I mean, I had my kids when I was I started having kids when I was 50. So. You know, I'm the oldest dad on the playground at this point, but I'm hanging in yeah. and I'm yeah, doing everything I can to stay in the game. That's I amazing. mean, first of all, you look great. So I, I don't I don't want to say that's all that matters, but I think it's important. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, he'll take it. <laughs> and I mean, OK, as the besties did ask, probably their most their most submitted question was specifically on this for working parents. What advice do you have? Again, reading daddy diaries to me, it feels like you juggle it all and you're not failing. And I don't know if that feels accurate for you, but when I read it, I feel like you have a very healthy balance of you're really in that with your kids every day. That's you like you're yeah. with them. Then you're in your career and you're also like these relationships that you have, you have strong friendships you're going out yeah. to dinner they want to know how how are you juggling it all well i think a few things one of the things about being a later in life parent i think that i like is that it gives you perspective mm -hmm. on what you should be freaking out about and what you shouldn't be freaking out about and so i what i don't freak out about is missing parents night at the nursery school or you know so just little stuff like that. It's like, okay, I have a show that night. I can't make it. Keep the train moving. And I think that I have a lot of help, as you know, but what I don't have is, and my one of my best girlfriends, Graciela, she's been begging me to get a live-in nanny. And I, it's so against my vibe because I do want to be the person that they come to in the middle of the night. And I am the person and I want them to know that I'm there and I want them to know that I'm consistently there. And that's really important to me. And so I guess that what I do is I balance with the help that I have, but I also just really maximize the time that I am available to the kids. And, you know, my jobs are such that I go and do, you know, I'm I'm up with the kids every morning. I bring Ben to school every day. I run and I go do radio. I come home. A lot of times I'm home when he comes home. I'm able to put him bed to bed so much. You know, watch what happens live. When we're live, it's on after his bedtime so I can leave and go to work. So it's it's good. I'm in and out. You That's know, amazing. when I had, I used to have major periods of guilt about the time that I wasn't spending with the kids. And I was specifically when Ben was a baby, I was like, I don't think I spent enough time with him today. You know, I, I only spent 90 minutes with him. And, you know, my baby nurse was a real great, she was just a great, she helped me put everything in perspective. And she was like, I've worked with working couples who spent far less time than you do with, you know, so I just, 
you know, you've got it. You have another shot at it tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, first of all, that resonates so much, but also that was my favorite part of Daddy Diaries. And I feel like it is a great read, by the way, over the holidays. This is my second time reading it, but it's a really great read leading up to things like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And there's so much pressure on parents because you're very realistic in the book. And there was one part in Daddy Diaries where I remember you said you were heading out either to work or to dinner. And the second you left the house, you started feeling guilty. You were like, have I spent enough time with them? And then you literally said, you're like, I just spent four hours straight with them right yeah and i just love it just makes you feel really seen as a parent you even go so far as to share a time where you yelled at ben that part where he you yelled and you instantly on the other side of the door you close the door you felt and you were like oh my god what am i doing you went back out there and you apologized to him i just think it's amazing what you detailed out there even i felt better as a parent reading this book Oh, good well you know That was funny because we had just spent a very long day with each other and it was bath time and we were out in the Hamptons and he was playing in the driveway and he was, I go, it's time to take a bath. And he goes, I'm not taking a bath. I go, yeah, you are. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he, and I went psycho and I said, fine, don't take a bath. And I I go, you just stay out there. And I slammed the door. And in a split second, I said to myself, you, you are a psycho, dude. And what is this little boy thinking about this? And I opened the door and I go, just kidding. We can play. Like I, 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 and I was like, oh, okay. Now he actually thinks that I am, I am actually crazy. Like, you know, I, I don't know what he could, be thinking about this but you know part of the thing that you guys advise that is so hard but once you get it you do get it but it is to me one of the hardest things about being a parent is not reacting and not and when they come at you with their big feelings and they're freaking out and they're having a major tantrum the not reacting and i would say i'm you know i would say that i was at 50% of not reacting. I mean, you know, there were times where I was like, I mean, this summer there was a moment where he was having a fit about something and I picked up some book of his and threw it over the deck into the sand at the beat. Like, again, it's really hard not to react. It is so fucking hard, excuse my language. But anyway, I've gotten so much better at it. But again, it remains really hard. But I appreciate you putting it out there because that is truly all of us as parents. And a lot of times on social media, you just don't see that side of it. You see the other, like the perfect side, the put together side. Yeah, exactly. But it's really all of us and we're repairing and doing the best that we can. Reading the daddy diaries, you're so honest about it. And like, also I'm listening to it and I loved your note at the beginning. Thank you. I wanted to thank, thank you. you for recording it. Recording what does it say? <laughs> what does it say? Cause I'm reading it. What it is says, the audio? I hate say? recording this. If you are listening, <laughs> send me a DM or something. Yep, so yep. I know there's someone out there. I appreciate <laughs> I've it. Gotten, I've gotten it. thousands of DMs and it's actually <laughs> amazing. amazing. And yeah. you've replaced wow. Lou Diamond Phillips as my favorite audiobook narrator. So wow. I love you. Into wow. the top spot. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved how like, You know, you were honest about like parenting, which is so nice to see and so refreshing because you feel so alone in those moments right after you're like, it's me. I am the worst parent. And then seeing that from like someone so in a public position is just like reassuring. It's nice. I have have to say, 
thank you. And also, you know, he had a fit the other day on the way home from the playground. And he was, he wanted to go to the toy store. He had just played for three and a half hours in the fucking playground. And now he wants to go get an ambulance in the toy store. By the way, do you know how many ambulances he has? <laughs> Side note. But he did this thing where he was like sitting on the sidewalk, you know, in a form of, and like, I'm not going to move. And the problem is that people notice me and they know who yeah. I am. So now, now they see me and my adorable child and the kid is doing a protest, screaming and crying on the street. And I'm standing there and it becomes a very, it becomes like a sideshow, like Seriously. a circus. They're you like, know? what's yeah. Andy going to do? Spotlight. Right. Mm -hmm. We actually weirdly have the same problem, even though we are not remotely Andy Cohen. Yeah, we are not like, Andy Cohen. Let's just start with that. But <laughs> yeah. because we're a niche, we're niche people. So if we're no, going to be spotted, we'll be spotted on a are child care experts. So I would think when your kid misbehaves, yeah. they're looking at you like, oh, how a are they hundred. responding? Yeah. And that's like one of my personal biggest triggers. But I think it's almost Wait everybody's parent. Like, do you go to in therapy public? for this? I do this oh, in therapy. Nope. Do you do this one? Do you want to share? I do this okay. one in therapy where I process. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I start to like get really red and a little bit hot and it's hard for me to respond. And then I have to like center back in so I can be there to support him and his oh, big good feelings. For you. Yeah, I have to do that. I should probably do that because I feel like when I snap, it's usually in public, which is terrible, right? I mean, because that's one <laughs> of my hard. biggest triggers. If anybody saw me at the San Diego Zoo, however many years ago it was, you know, and someone did recognize me like no less than six minutes after, I had totally lost my shit. So <laughs> it, to it resonates being a public figure and trying to figure out parent. And you feel like everybody's staring at you and you're yeah. like, oh God, and probably no one's staring Are at you. Are you going swimming? Oh, Ben. Okay, good. Have fun, yeah. Ben. How old is Ben, by the way? I meant to ask at the top. How ben old is, is Ben and Lucy? Ben is almost five. Oh, oh my God. And Lucy is 19 months. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. We're in like the same boat. We have a four yeah. and a half year old. Well, we have yeah. a seven year old, but then a four and a half year old and also a one year old a between the two of us. Oh, right? wow. Oh, okay. so, good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I do. Fun. I do before we get too far down, because basically we all want to just talk about the daddy mode. But I do. I'm dying to know in a very short version, what little Andy was like and how it led to where you are today. Like, were you obsessed with glamorous women? Like, what is the connection? I there? was. I loved oh, soap it. operas. I loved I loved all my children. I loved super dramatic women. I mean, my best friends in junior high were these girls, Jeannie and Jackie. Jackie is Ben's godmother. Jeannie, they're both very much involved in my life still, but I kind of call them the original housewives. And I used to stir the turd so much. Like, I, do, you know, Jeannie and Jackie would be in a fight and I'd call Jeannie and be like, yeah, Jackie said you're trash. And then <laughs> oh I would call God. Jackie and be like, yeah, Jeannie said that you, you know, I mean, it, it was, it was, I was that guy. And, you know, um, the only thing different is that I was just highly closeted at the time. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm just highly homosexual. Um, just the best but way to otherwise, be. Otherwise, you know, I loved, I was voted most talkative in high school, name of my first book. And that's who I was. And then who were you in high school then? Because I'm always curious of these like entrepreneurs, people who just blaze their own path like housewives didn't exist nothing exists in the were right. you you were most talkative so were you popular, a bad student i but i was not a jock mm -hmm. i was kind of popular despite myself i was class president senior year yeah that's who i was and i had a lot of friends i had a lot of female friends always have huh. had a lot of female friends always 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 
and uh, wanted to be on TV, really wanted to be on TV and had a million internships, went to Boston University. My last internship was at CBS News in New York, and I then moved to New York and worked for CBS from 1990 to 2000. And that was the beginning of my TV career. Hearing you say all this, you really tapped into who you just authentically are and like followed that it sounds like i know it's wild i feel so blessed to have known that i wanted to work in tv because no one knows what they want to do in life you know people especially it's like i like magazines you know (laughs) i don't you know people don't know and it's a blessing it was a blessing for me that i knew I was just curious, like I'm coming in here as the the therapist of the bunch, but like, was your family super supportive? How did you get that kind of they space were. to my tap parents, in? We worked, my family owned a food manufacturing and distribution company. So we were in the food business. I worked there every summer. We didn't have any connection to television, but my parents were very much like, go for it. You do you. That's and incredible. they were very supportive. And it was a different time. You know, it was not, the vanity that exists now was not, it was kind of vain even to to say, because my goal was, I, I went, I studied broadcast journalism and my goal was, I was going to be kind of a news guy. And I, what I really wanted was to be able to be myself on TV, but you know, which is exactly by the way, what I'm doing right now, I couldn't be more myself on television, but at the time I was, you know, the the only way to be yourself on TV would be to kind of be in TV news. There just wasn't, there were three networks. There weren't that many shows, mm-hmm. you know, but things have changed. You made your own path. It's amazing. Yeah. So that was like the, the interesting <laughs> thing I saw about your careers. You know, you're in production of traditional journalism shows and then 2004 comes around and boom, Housewives. So how did that transfer happen? How did that come about? Well, I was at CBS News for 10 years, and then uh, Barry Diller was a friend of mine, and he gave me this huge opportunity to run original programming at a cable channel he was starting. And that was really where I, it was like boot camp for me, learning about budgets and hiring outside production companies and all this stuff that I knew how to produce like a 10-minute piece for 48 hours and write it and edit it, but I didn't know how, or do a long form show, but I, I didn't know how to run programming for a channel. And I learned, I learned. And then I got hired for Bra- by Bravo in 2004. And so next year is my 20th year at Bravo, which is That's kind of amazing. incredible. In 15 oh years God. of Watch What Happens Live, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Next year's 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. That's a big yeah. one. Oh my God. Yeah. That's longer than I've done anything in my whole life. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's low-key half my life maybe <laughs> yeah well <laughs> dina's a baby cover your baby ears and want that i mean everybody else You're in this room babies. is older You're yeah all babies. okay I know what all I'm right i mean yeah. listen listen but okay so you go to bravo but i mean there is no concept of housewives yet and it just so doesn't exist you're i like as two people who do consider themselves entrepreneurs or just kind of like thinking outside the box, just dreamers, right? You're going into Bravo and you have this kind of crazy idea. Is everybody just like, fuck yeah, that's an incredible idea. Or does everybody, does it, is it slow to warm? Like no, you have to really convince them. it was not them. like that. It was not like that. It was a guy named Scott Dunlop brought us like a VHS tape of these women in Cota de Casa in Orange County. Oh, yes. And what he had shot was like, 
I think what he wanted to do was like a Curb Your Enthusiasm style show, mm -hmm. like a soft scripted show. But these were not actors. And we, Desperate Housewives was a big hit on ABC right. at the time. So we were looking at this and we were like, these women are sexy. And they had, like, Vicky is an insurance agent, but she has <laughs> big boobs and they hang out in the grotto after you know, after work. I mean, it just seemed very playboy after dark, you know? And we were like, if this is what's really happening in this gated community, we were, we, we, you know, the original title was behind the gates. Like this mm. is what really happens in the, you know, largest gated community in the country. And then we took it and said, well, this is really kind of the real desperate housewives. And that's how that happened. But again, season one, was fraught with issues. We didn't know what the show was. We were figuring it out. And it wasn't until kind of late in season one that people started watching it saying there's something here. And the ratings kind of started picking up and it was on the bubble. We almost killed the show while we were in production. Oh, wow. We were like, we're getting nothing. This is weird. We don't know. We have the wrong producers. I mean, so it was, it's not like one day I was sitting there and I was like, I have a great idea. It really was, it is the absolute personification of a team of people. I've become the face of this thing, but it's, it's a whole group of people, many of whom are still at Bravo. And, you know, it's funny that I get either the praise or the knocks for mm -hmm. it. And they either say, well, he's a misogynist or he's this or that or the other. You know, it's all women that I work with. There's women across the board star in this show, are executive producers of these shows. All the franchises have female executive producers. The women that I've worked for at Bravo for years, my mentors, Lauren Zelaznik and Francis Barrick. I mean, so it's a cabal of women that are involved. And here I am, this queen who's kind of the face of it, which is funny. That was actually my next question, which is really interesting because you you all created Housewives. And then how how did we create Andy Cohen? I know you're Andy Cohen. You were always Andy Cohen. But how, like this had never existed before. There was it not didn't. an Andy it was a really, Cohen yeah, It was a gradual, the... weird thing. And one thing, again, led to the other. It was very organic. I had given huh. up my dreams of being in front of the camera. I was sending emails to the team at Bravo behind the scenes of a show I was doing that were very gossipy and very funny. And my boss at the time said, I want you to write a blog on the Bravo website. She was really wanting to build up the Bravo website. She goes, you'll be the first network executive to be blogging every day about the shows. And I was, and I blogged about my life. And I kind of, it was like early branding before branding was a thing. This was like 2005. And then I started getting interviewed on CNN and other places as a talking head about television because I had this blog that I was doing. And as a result of that, she said, do you want to host a show on bravotv.com that would be like an after show after Top Chef with the eliminated chef? So I did that for a year or two, and it was after Top Chef and Project Runway, and it was called Watch What Happens Live because our tagline was Watch What Happens at the time, the Bravo tagline. And then that turned into me doing a reunion show. And then that turned into Michael Davies, who had seen me interviewing Jeff Lewis and him saying, I could do Andy's online show on Bravo in this teeny studio I have. 
And that's how all of this happened. Wow. It feels really nice to like hear the whole backstory because sometimes I forget how much like trial and error it takes and you're just figuring it out as you go and you're learning and just following your heart and new opportunities pop up from that. Like it's super inspiring to hear the backstory. The lesson for me was that it happened organically and that I was there to be head of programming. I was head of programming at Bravo. And as much as they were letting me do all this stuff, I had two bosses, Lauren and Francis, who were excellent at what they do. And they expected excellence from me running programming. And what they didn't want was for me to start thinking I was this on-air guy who was, you know, because that was not my day job. So I always viewed it as like a side hustle. And I always knew I had to work harder in my day job so that they would keep letting me do Mm -hmm. this other thing. And I knew that I would never ask for any real money for this other thing until I was actually worth something to the network if that time ever came. And thankfully it did come. Wow. What a hustle. Way to go. That's the the true side hustle. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. Well, and now you're, I mean, if I may, this is a little weird, but now you're everyone's daddy. Like, (laughs) like you are considered everyone's truly like everyone's daddy. My favorite part of BravoCon is when everyone's like, the daddy is here. (laughs) I'm not mad at it. Yeah, do you like that? Do you like that title? <laughs> Wait, like, how do cool? you feel? Yeah. <laughs> I feel, how do I feel about being everyone's daddy? Yeah, I'm sure. Don't, yeah, it's good. It yeah, feels good. Sure. Well, it's funny because, I mean, my, I will say raising a toddler, drink your drink. Drink. Uh, you know, drink. it has impacted me at a lot of the reunions. It, I have been like, you're both pretty. <laughs> And you, you know, whatever. I mean, I I do find myself occasionally going into Ben's daddy mode. Yeah. As opposed to housewife daddy mode. I love you both equally. Right. No one's my favorite. I think that's got to be beneficial. Actually, that was probably the second submitted question was, do you ever use the BLF strategies with housewives? You know, where it's like, it's okay to feel mad, Vicky. And, you know, and I feel like I do see you in the reunion sometimes. Tyler will point it out. I don't know if just because of us. you can't throw wine in someone's face. And we need to get through this interview. We need to go. You know, like keep doing the reunion is the boundary. I do. I mean, I I definitely have. Have. I think my number one thing about about dealing with talent, all talent, is that people want to be heard. And that's with little kids. And that's with, you know, stars of reality shows or housewives and whatever. So when someone calls me and they think it's important enough to call me to complain about X, Y, or Z, you have to take that seriously because they just, they want you to hear them. They want you to acknowledge them, which is what now I've always done that with housewives, but it took me like seeing y'all on Instagram to realize that I needed to do it with my kids. And I understand that you want to go to the toy store right now. And I know that you're upset that we can't, but we can't. And that's that. And so I know that you are upset that this lady is also coming back on Housewives, but she is coming (laughs) back. But let's talk about ways that we can make it okay for you to come back. Are you You talking about Vicky and Tamara? That's the situation I'm I'm reading in Dottie Diaries, right? The second. I mean, uh, countless things. Countless. I'm sure it's happened many a times. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. So back to we're parenting Ben and you're doing phenomenally, by the way. I mean, just as an outsider perspective from the glimpse that we see. I was going to say, what do you know? You only know what see. I'm putting out there. I could I be know, a disaster. That's true. Sometimes yes. I gas you up in the DMs. You've seen it where I'm like, great right. job today. That was awesome. And it's well, not perfect. It's usually great, realistic. If I get your approval, um, that, that feels great. And, beyond. you know, this summer taking him to camp. I mean, the, I was thinking how am I doing here? What, you know, what is happening anyway, but I interrupted you. No, please. I mean, this is an open, this yeah. is an open forum. I mean, the summer, open summer forum. is hard for everyone, by yeah. the way, no one really talks about that, especially yeah. as a working parent. I'm sure it's equally as hard, if not more hard, if you're a stay at home parent, by the way, but as a working parent, now they're home or they in camp, but if they're in camp, now you feel horribly guilty for anybody who's a stay at home parent that you know, because they're like, either way, you're just everybody's out of routine. We're all having meltdowns. The summer isn't this blissful thing that I thought no. it was going to be as a parent. Summer. It's actually very stressful. It's very stressful. And I feel like once you get into fall and you get into your rhythm again, things go back into routine. So true. This summer was really tough, actually. And I write about, by the way, last summer was really tough in yeah. the Daddy Diaries. I write about my realization when I was out there. I was like, this sucks. I had three weeks off in the Hamptons. Watch What Happens Live is dark for three weeks in August, which is incredible. But as it turns out, it was incredibly horrible with a three-year-old and a baby. I was like, oh, this is terrible. That's the thick of it. It's okay to say yes. it's terrible. Like, yeah. that's the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. chapters yeah. too of like, especially when my second one was little, like, I felt so bad admitting it, but there were days I just wasn't having fun. I was just kind of trying to get through it, you know? I even yeah. remember on the weekends, it was so funny. At that time, you had a three year old oh, and a one year old. On the weekends, then, you were dying for Monday to come around. You I know, was. you were dying to go back to work because yeah. as yeah, hard as work right. is and it's crazy and it's chaotic and you have all these things happening, you feel bad admitting it, but it's like, you know what? I I got to get back to work, actually. This is this is too much. Work is a break right I now. I will say, I find, I'm amazed by how valuable having contact with other parents is. I feel so seen Talking to, you know, just hearing very little stories. You always think it's worse for you in your house or this can't be normal or mm -hmm. 
there's something wrong with my child. And it's been incredibly valuable for me to sit with, I mean, they're predominantly moms who, you know, Ben will have a play date and I'll just be sitting there drinking tea with this mom for an hour. And they'll tell me about the fits that their kid is having about television or this or that. And I just, it's really, I, it's very helpful for me. Yeah. And you talk a lot also in Daddy Diaries about how isolating it is being a single dad. Yeah. Right. And you don't have that partner probably to bounce this this off of and be like, am I crazy? Is this too much? Mm-hmm. I mean, just talk about kind of that isolation of being, as I think you called it, the, the older single gay dad at the I school. Know. And then throw in there that I'm famous. So yeah. now I'm walking into the first mixer at the nursery school and everybody knows who I am. I don't know who anybody is. I'm terrible with names on a good day. Like, terrible. That's me. And that, to me, was a really... And there were a few times where I was showing up for those first few birthday parties where I'm taking Ben to a birthday party. I don't know any of the other parents. I, I Like, it brought out a vulnerability in me that... I was not in touch with and a loneliness in me and just kind of, oh God, am I doing this right? And, you know, so I've gotten better obviously because I've now I've done it and I'm, you know, but it's, it can be, you know, it's, it can be a little scary and it's, and there's no other single parents at Ben's school and there's no other gay dads at his current school. So it is now the grant. Now the good thing for me, I'm so happy to say is that we have two gay dads down the hall with a little boy. We Ben's one of his best friends has two gay, two dads, you know, Anderson's kids. We are at a play date over there, you know, so to have that community is really, uh, really building a community is the most important thing, I think, for any parent, whether mm-hmm. you're a single parent or whatever, or a mom whose husband works hard, or the yeah. mom works hard your... and the husband's around. And it's hard to yeah. put yourself out there, too, in those situations, especially like you're talking about the birthday parties. You get there, especially if it's like the beginning of the year and there's new parents and you're just like... How do I even begin well, to Tyler talk to you guys? Was a stay-at-home dad for a while, and that was right. a whole different ball game of isolation. Where he probably felt somewhat similar, and although he could have me to bounce off of, but he was oftentimes the only dad standing in the room of you know stay-at-home mm-hmm. moms or or in the pickup lines and wow. all of that. And like you probably are in the same boat. How many times you've talked about yeah. the weather? <laughs> Yeah, no, like but community support, it's super important because yeah. you just remember you're not effing this whole thing up. You're yeah. not the only one struggling with something. We're literally all working through something in our homes or like trying to figure something out. Like it takes time is yeah. what like I yeah. learned too. where I was just all alone in the middle of, of like in, when I first became a parent, we, I didn't have parent friends. And so if you're <laughs> listening to this and you're like, well, shit, I don't have a community. Like yeah. it took time. Now we're on year right. seven and we're when your kids start to go to school and they have play dates. I feel like that's the key yeah. part. You can just be so the way, fucking the utterly alone at first. Your fr- the playground yes. is your yeah. friend. Yeah. I have to say like, I love going to the playground. He How runs around. I can be on the phone. You know, I could be hanging out. I don't, you know, you don't have to get in there with him. He's doing his own yeah. thing. You know, I'm checking in. I'm talking on the phone, but also I'm talking to other parents at the playground. And 
commiserating. How do you like, because you're outgoing and you're social, so tell us, how do you make mom, dad, parent friends at the playground? You, you know what I mean? Tips? Yeah, like how do you actually well, do that? I mean, look, thankfully the, at our local little playground, it's, you know, now his his friends from school go there because it's the same neighborhood. Yeah. So I just know, or, you know, listen, you find the cutest dad and you go up and you That's talk right. to him. There you right? go. Oh, yeah. That's go. my favorite strategy. Tyler, what do you do? Because you're the one that makes the mom friends Tyler for Tyler finds us. the hottest Tyler. mom. And he <laughs> goes the hottest. Cover your little ears. He kind of does, but it's like for me to be, he makes a friendship date for yeah, me. Yeah, like, oh, that's you true. Seem, you seem like, a little you bit like a weird mom. It's not the hot wife. mom, it's like the weird mom. And yeah. it's like, my, my wife's kind of weird too. Would you like her phone number? You guys should have coffee together. <laughs> that's funny. That's the problem too, is I don't want to be the weird dad that's like, hey, what's up? We're at the playground. So I'm like, my wife would love to have some wine with you. <laughs> That's right. literally I how it happened. It. You never want to be the weird dad. You Don't never want to be, be the weird, weird dad. dad. Mm -mm. No, not at all. <laughs> well, okay. The people have spoken and yeah. they would really like for us to do a plead the fifth as an homage. Great. Okay. And by the way, the game plead the fifth. So we're going to ask three questions and Andy has the choice to plead the fifth, aka not answer, on one of those questions, but has to answer the other two. Let's Have you do ever played Plead the Fifth on the other side? Like, is this boring? People do this with you all the time. People do it with me all the time. Oh, I will man. let you know how you did afterwards. Oh, oh wow. probably really poorly. Okay. The three of us, we're all parents now, right? So we want to be incredibly nice. We're also <laughs> on the internet. We live on the internet. So we're like, well, yeah. I don't want to, I don't really. So we're going to do terribly. Like they're all going to be really nice, well, we'll easy going questions. Yeah, right. yeah okay. they're lacking spice probably. <laughs> but you know, I feel like Tyler should go. do three questions. Should do I it? can plead yeah. the, fifth the fifth to one. Tyler, I feel like you should do plead the fifth. I think you should do it. Lead it off. All right. So, do the fifth. We'll start with number one. Fuck, Mary, kill. Shep, yep. Austin, and Craig. Okay. I'm gonna marry Craig, shag Austin, and kill Shep. But I wow. love Shep. Yeah. And I love I, Craig's Like, not art. real life. He's had, like, the best redemption We're just putting him down for a little time. Well, he's um, taking for a For the record, I'm wearing a Sewing Down South sweatshirt yeah i noticed that on instagram earlier today actually i meant to bring this up of i love uh, we're loving really the cute. support of craig by the way craig and Paige, like i love it the newfound love bravo heroes have, right love them love them number two number two who's someone you keep inviting back to the show just because they look good and they don't add anything of value to the show itself oh god oh to we the housewives that. no to watch what happens live oh but um <laughs> There is this model named Michael Dean who has probably he's probably bartended more times than anyone else. And he's just so beautiful. <laughs> and we invite him just so I can look at him. Just That's a little amazing. glance in the corner. Get a little pick me yeah. up. <laughs> hit a serotonin dopamine. I respect the yep. shit out of Anytime that. you look I like over that there. Move. I love yeah. that. I like that. Dina, uh, you want the last one? Do you want the last okay. one, Dina? Which housewives have asked you for John Mayer's number? Um... You know, Dr. Nicole from Miami is a huge, huge, like that's her guy. But otherwise, that's it. You know, John came to the baby shower that the housewives threw for me. And it was so funny because I invited, he goes, I want to come to that. Can I come? I go, yeah. I go, but you know, I just, every time he said, you know, I'm coming, I go, I just want you to know it's going to be like, 50 housewives and you he goes i know he oh, goes, yeah. i want to go he I'm goes i've never Andy. seen anything and he was asking them he was sitting there with erica jane and he goes well what's your superpower like what's your 
you know, he wanted to know what each of their superpower was. And it was, it was funny. Oh my but God. There, How were, pure. there were a few that were yeah. really on him at that baby shower. Oh they I can imagine. Moving on. I do have two more questions and they're not terribly spicy. I got to know Burning you're questions. going on a yacht trip. Who's your captain? Because below deck is my all time. Jason. Jason. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's out there with them too. Because he's you feel like, so he's not, safe. Because or... he's not he's hanging hot. out on the bridge. Like, sorry, he comes out of your baby ears. Yeah, because he's hot, obviously. Hot. I mean, yes. also a top contender that. for baby number three. Again, Dina is married, but I'm just I'm yes. just putting it out there. I don't want right. to be creepy, but backups, like right? Anderson's off the table, right? Okay. He's like fully, fully <laughs> off the table. He was my childhood crush. I was on the table. This is something we have not mentioned yet. Dina, and I know this because we've been best friends our whole lives. Dina had the biggest crush her entire life and her husband mildly resembles anderson cooper it's true. Like, wow. not to be creepy yeah. but yeah no looking very no. good yeah. <laughs> it's something all right <laughs> and then okay, uh, any last burning questions yeah out of all of the housewives which one would you pick to be your nanny oh i would pick oh, all no. of them because they're actually all great moms oh, that's uh, all, you know i love that answer true. And I didn't play the fifth and you asked more questions than are in the game. I know. Because the game is three questions. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. We didn't know. And you answered all of them. Because they weren't that spicy, spicy. right? We could have like, we're not, we're not interested. They were good. The thing about it is the question that was potentially really good was you saying, who have you invited back? But they add nothing, but they're good looking. That would have been a great question if you said, what housewife have you Ooh. kept inviting back to the Ooh. housewives who added very little, but were They're kind just of so great good looking. looking. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but overall, how did we do? Oh my God. Like pretty, yeah. pretty she bad, did great. right? She needs an immediate you did great. And she needs this is how we're going to end the show do? is like, how bad did we do? I'm just a no, straight no, 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 you did great. Perfectionism issues. Okay. did great. All right. Well, I guess on that note, I mean, it's time to wrap up. Seriously, Andy, thank you so, so much for joining us. This has been literally, literally a blast. And big little besties, please be sure to pick up a copy of Daddy Diaries because it is amazing. And also it makes a fantastic holiday gift. Yep. And also, by the way, I forgot to mention this. uh, We will all see you on New Year's Eve, right? Like, will we be having daddy juice together? We'll be there. Is the daddy juice approved or not approved? Because I'm pissed. Uh, We don't know daddy juice approved. But I hope so. Y'all will have it. TBD, but Anderson will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Dino will be watching. Not mistaken. Okay, you're co-hosting. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Andy, thank you. We are blown away every time with that. You invite us to watch what happens live that you came on here the besties are obsessed with you you have three million thank moms you. here that are obsessed with you so thank you thank you're amazing you so and i much. hope you realize how mm-hmm. vital and important you are to moms like us mm-hmm. we're us. after Aww. a long day like that is what we look forward to that is how we unwind like it's it's i can't even give words to it it's seven amazing. years of motherhood like after bedtime that's the one thing that i have going from like okay just get just get to bedtime because then i can watch beverly hills and just escape into this little fantasy for an hour like thank i think you. all the moms on our page say the same thing where they're just like thank god for bravo yeah. in the season thank of life you. so thank you yeah. You. Thanks so much. Thank you, Andy. Uh, I'll see you guys soon. And thanks yeah. for having me on the pod. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Um, okay. Ooh. Are you still alive? You still alive? We here? Check pulse. Check I feel pulse like one, two. Right before we came on, by the way, we all, <laughs> before out? this podcast, we all suddenly were like, 
oh my god we're about to jump out of an airplane because we were like holy <laughs> shit what did we agree to do and and how are we doing this and is this real life and now what i'm getting to is now i feel like i just jumped out of the airplane yeah, we like did. the adrenaline yeah. we jumped out of the airplane we were flying through the air oh hurtling <laughs> towards earth <laughs> That's what the interview felt like. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Parachute deployed. Yeah. He said it went great. Yeah. We landed safely on the ground. We got a gold star from Andy. I think I think that was the first of many. Yeah. I yeah. I think he said see you again. I know. Andy's so fun. He's fun. He's visionary. It was like he was everything I thought he was gonna be in one. I am inspired. I am leaving feeling less shame. Oh my god. Me too. I feel like I need to work like harder, but in a good way. You know, where I'm like, wait a minute. Like it just takes twelve years. Yeah, like keep going. Right. Not in a hard way. Ah, I feel great. God, that's nice. I feel great. Should we go have some champagne? I mean, we've been drinking champagne. But like, I am like, you know, yeah. a couple sips. Now I'm ready we'll to really cap. celebrate with you guys. Let's nightcap it up. Oh, Let's have some champagne or vitamins and go night night. <gasps> Don't forget your vitamins, besties. Don't forget your ashwagandha. <laughs> we cannot legally we can't do that. We are not doctors. We're not no. doctors. Please do not. Because it's definitely ask not your, medicine. Ask your doctor. Ask your doctor if you can have ashwagandha <laughs> and then once approved. That's from Tyler, by the way. So like, does anybody does anybody really expect it to be like recommended? <laughs> yeah, like nobody cares. You know, not no, nobody cares, but nobody's gonna like come after you and be like, Tyler, you know, uh, the husband of Big Sad. Little Feelings recommended ashwagandha one time on a podcast. And now my life is ruined. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? We'll Maybe. see. Maybe. Besties, thank you for joining us on the best day of our lives. Um, <laughs> this is truly incredible. We cannot wait to see you next time. Meet us here. Same place. Same, same place, time. Same time. Same outfit. <laughs> same mom bun. Bye, besties. If you are struggling with toddler or preschooler tantrums, pushback, discipline, picky eating, just all the confusing things, this podcast, we can only scratch the surface. If you need help, our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is aptly nicknamed the Toddler Manual because it truly has every single thing you could possibly struggle with under the sun between the ages of one and six within one course. We're not going to do a bunch of workshops. You have to buy the sleep guide and the picky eating guide and the this guide and the that guide. No, everything you could possibly need for ages one through six is all in this one course. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. You deserve to have help. We are here for you. You can find that course at biglittlefeelings.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at biglittlefeelings. We give free tips every single day. They might change your life with one free tip. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week. <laughs>